When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I'm sort of ashamed to say I actually really like this song, Amber Wilson. Always have. Why is that a shame? I don't know. It's what, Rockwell? Is that who sings it? Oh, I don't I, I Don't ask follow-up questions. I'm right I, about I, No, that. I don't know. I'm, I think that's right. No it's Matt idea. Jones, Amber Wilson here, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are now happy to be joined by Chris Carlin, he of Canty and Carlin. And, Chris, I enjoyed your pizza story, but I also enjoyed listening on my way in here today to Barton Hahn and people calling in saying they think the Steelers can make it to the Super Bowl. Now, I've been told by sources that you are a Steelers fan. There is nothing like a person in a fan base who can point out their own fan base's insanity. So what do you think when you hear Steelers fans saying, we are a sleeper for the Super Bowl? I think they're hitting the Iron City a little early in the morning. That's what I think. <laughs> As we called it from Pittsburgh, vitamin I, Iron City beer. Um, no, no, and and no. Uh, who? We don't even know who's starting at quarterback. And whoever it is, it's not going to be a great option. And I'm sorry, this is going to be the first losing season that they've had under Tomlin when you look at what their schedule uh, looks like. I mean, the first half... You just Cincinnati, New England, Cleveland, the Jets, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Miami, and Philadelphia in the first half of the year, you might win two games. You you might win two games, maybe three. But honestly, whether it's Trubisky, whether it's Kenny Pickett, um, it's certainly, dear God, if it's Mason Rudolph. No, I, I, I don't see it. Um, I personally hope that Kenny Pickett is starting by midseason, just so he can get rolling. But I, I really think people are delusional about it. And it's not just the quarterback. The offensive line is still not good. You know, it's it was atrocious last season. And it's not a ton better this year. It's a little better. But there are there are real concerns there. I, I personally, wow, I, I don't believe it for a bit. And the other thing that they, they all just need to remember is look at the rest of the AFC. Who are they better than? Uh, they are not better than seven teams in the AFC. That you know, that that's not the case. So, and you have to be better than six to get in. Uh, is that right? No, I'm not doing math. But they're you're not in the, the top you're seven. In reverse. Yes, yes. I, I did the same I mean. thing in the last hour. So I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna hurt you. I was. I'm not a math guy, really. Listen, bottom line is they're not top seven teams in the AFC. They're just not. If any of us were math people, we probably wouldn't be sitting here uh, doing this job, right? We'd have real Uh, jobs. (laughs) Yeah, yes, we'd have real jobs. Exactly. Uh, Brutal, yeah, brutal conference, brutal schedule. I mean, there's so many question marks on that team. I was shocked when I was listening to Barton Hahn live. They had multiple callers who were suggesting the Steelers as a sleeper pick. And I was thinking, okay, even Mike Tomlin needs people to work with here. I mean, what are we expecting from him? We're not expecting that kind of magic. But if I made you guess who was going to be the starter in week one for your team. You mentioned Kenny Pickett's there as quarterback in waiting, but is it going to be Trubisky or is it going to be Rudolph who wins that starting job for week one? 
Uh, it'll be Trubisky. I would be surprised if it wasn't uh, when they went out and signed him this offseason. Mason, we've seen Mason Rudolph play, and it's not good. The problem here is that Mason Rudolph is not good at football. <laughs> That's so, a huge problem, though. Yeah, that seems compl- yeah, that seems yeah uh, let me just boil it down and make it pretty simple. So I, I would expect it to be Trubisky, but I would think by the middle of the season uh, that Pickett would be starting to get the nod a little bit because they will be getting to a let's let's see what we have here kind of a, a situation. So I was again told through the grapevine that you made the case earlier today, an interesting case, I must say. I don't think it's crazy like the Steelers fans saying they're going to the Super Bowl, that, that the Rams should consider signing the person that I feel like I've t- taken up for more on ESPN Radio than anyone, which is Jimmy G. Give the case, and then do you think it's a possibility? Uh, well, first of all, I wasn't telling anybody in secret. I said it on the radio. It's a, it's a little well, no, birdie told me. You know, well, I'm just telling you, there, gonna, people I, are talking about it on the street. That's how big <laughs> it was, that what you said. <laughs> you know, the thing about Jimmy G is um, for the 49ers, you don't have to try to continue to drive up the price here um, because, look, the best situation for the 49ers is to trade him to Cleveland. And if you're the Browns, I would certainly do that because Watson, we all have to come to the conclusion that Watson's not playing this year. And you have to let go of that. And no matter how this plays out. It's, oh, you believe that he's not playing at all? I don't think he's playing one snap this season. Okay. I, I don't think you'll see him Friday That's where night. you think the appeal is going to fall? That's where you think that's how you think Peter C. Harvey is going to rule? I absolutely think that he will do what the league wants him to do, and they will hit him with a fine. And he may fight it, but, I mean, Amber, we talked about the legal parts of it the other day. I don't see a, a scenario where he'll be able to fight his way into playing while the case is heard. So I, I don't think Watson's playing this year. I really don't. And secondly, I think Cleveland... Uh, even if let's even argue it was 10 games, I still would trade for him. But having said all that, the 49ers are going to reach a point here, uh, as we talked to Mike Tannenbaum about this this morning, that you have to release him because you have to start trying to work around some money with other guys, whether it's Nick Bosa, uh, people like that, on contracts that you have to get done here. I, I don't think the 49ers want to hang on to him and have that uh, 20 some million uh, on the cap and listen if you trade him you're controlling where he's going if you let him go which i think in the end we're getting closer to it with every day that passes if you're jimmy g would you rather go to cleveland where all right you'll have a good run game you have amari cooper but it's a system where you don't know it, it's closer to what you were doing but you are just walking in the door and trying to make it happen right away. Is it that important to play this season if you have the opportunity to go and be a backup for Matthew Stafford, who has elbow concerns, and they're very real. They are very real. And you could be with Sean McVay for the year. And even if you don't play, I mean, look what happened with Trubisky this offseason, right? There was He went to back up Josh Allen, and people started to think, well, maybe we need to give this guy a, another look and another opportunity. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I could see that being the case with Jimmy G next year. He may not get 150 or $200 million, but he will get a contract from somebody, and he will get his opportunity.
finally here, Carlin, we were talking earlier in the show about non-playoff teams that will make the postseason this season. I'm going to ask you who your choice would be just to help you out to run through some of these. I mean, the Saints came up as an option. The Chargers, the Ravens, the Colts are on this list. The Lions from Hard Knocks, if you believe in Man Campbell. Do you see any of these? The Panthers, if you believe in Baker, uh, you know, there's obviously a lot of teams on this list. Who do you see who didn't make the postseason last season? Who would be your choice to make the postseason this season? I know how tough the AFC West is, but I'm I'm all in on the Chargers. I I really am. I I love them. Um, And it's not just Herbert. They have weapons for him to work with on offense. They have a, a pretty good offensive line, and they've got an improved defense, and I fully expect them uh, to be really, really good this year. You know, Brandon Staley brought in a couple of guys that he knows pretty well uh, into his defense that uh, have played for him before. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day comes to mind. Uh, you know, they have, they have markedly improved, and I think the Chargers are a very real team this year. There you go. He is Chris Carlin, and you don't have to find out like I did on the street what he says. You can yeah. hear him on the radio here all every day on Kenny and Carlin. Thank you very much. Uh, nice chatting with you. You too, guys. Thanks. Yeah, it is Amber Wilson. I am Matt Jones. We've been talking about what non-playoff team last year is making the playoffs this year. Somebody out there wants to make a case for somebody we haven't mentioned. 888-SAY-ESPN. If you make a good case, and by the way, I'm going to let Amber decide if it's a good case because my inclination is going to be to say all of your cases are bad. She's nicer than me. So 888-SAY-ESPN, you're going to make your case for why your team that didn't make the playoffs last year is going to make the playoffs this year. Plus, Amber hosted first take yesterday, and a debate took off. We'll tell you what that debate was and how Amber stole the show with her answer. That's next here on Candy and Go. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. I am here, Matt Jones, with Amber Wilson. 
I'm at the uh, sports bar I own here in Lexington, Amber, KS Bar and Grill, and there are people. It's pouring rain, and there's just a lot going on. And yet I look at you, and you are so calm where you are, and it like you're in a perfect television-type setup, and it just – Working with you is so easy. I really enjoy it. But I did. So that's all a nice thing to say. I was going to say, you're setting me up for something. I mean, I appreciate it and go on, but you're setting me up. Because you hosted, or excuse me, you were a guest debater yesterday on First Take, which congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. And you, and I am, one of the topics was, who is the marquee box office star of the NFL because, you know, when you look at, like, say, baseball, I think everybody would agree it's Aaron Judge. And mm-hmm. when you still look at, at, at basketball, you know, it's maybe LeBron, Giannis, Luka, whatever, whoever, wherever you want to go. But with football, oddly the most popular sport, it's harder to find a definitive number one box office guy because there are both a ton of possibilities and actually few possibilities. So I am told that your choice – was, to quote Excellent. our producer, insane. Ugh. So I want to know, I'm going to, to make the decision, if it's insane or rational, who is your choice for the NFL's box office star? So to me, box office is who is the most incredible to watch, right? Not necessarily the best player in the league, but who is the most incredible to watch do his thing. And this one was easy for me, and I don't think it's just me being a biased Dolphins fan. But for me, box office is Tyreek Hill because you're talking about the fastest player in the entire league. He is so unbelievably explosive. Matt, zero to 10 miles per hour off the line of scrimmage. The only receiver who can do that. He reaches multiple times in the open field when he was on the Chiefs. Multiple times, almost double digit times, he reached over 20 miles per hour in an open field. He is by far the fastest player in the entire NFL. It is that speed and that explosiveness that just makes him box office to me. And then also, now he's got a little Hollywood. He's got his own podcast. He's got the personality. You see him out there defending Tua at every turn. He's trying to have his teammates back. Tyreek Hill is my box office know that having a podcast made you box office that means every dude in america in their basement is box office too uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with evan our producer and say that's absolutely insane as a matter of fact if i were to rank for you the top 20 choices tyreek hill would not even be on thank the you he would not you no, guys don't because like speed first of all the, i mean i could accept other answers to me though the obvious answer is either Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady. It has to be one of those two guys. If you're talking about who are the two people that are the face of the league and are box office, and box office in part implies that if you are the head of a movie, everybody's going to tune in. If Patrick Mahomes is playing, I'm tuning in. If Tom Brady's playing, I'm tuning in. If Tyreek Hill's playing, I'm going to have to think for a minute to remember what team he is on, and then I'm going to have to try to, to, to go, which player on there, what is his number again? And so it's not near – now, he, he's a great supporting role. Maybe he's like the guy that was in uh, Inglorious Bastards, the guy that won the Oscar for it, the, the, the German guy. that you know, really fun. Maybe he's that guy. But the idea that he would be box office – box office is George Clooney, it's Brad Pitt, it's Tom Cruise – and who is that for the NFL? It's very clear. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Tom Brady. Maybe coming up this year, Josh Allen. The definition of box office is literally a place at a theater 
or other arts establishment where tickets are bought or reserved, right? So, so the implication here is that you buy tickets to see that one person, and nobody buys tickets to see Tyreek Hill. Yeah, nobody- he's Christoph Waltz. He's Christoph Thank Waltz. Thank you. Like, you see, you see Tyreek Hill at the game, and you're like, oh, this is an exciting bonus. Yes. I Ex- get Tyreek Hill. But there is not going to be one game this year where anyone is going to say, oh, no, honey, Put the kids to bed. Tyreek Hill's on the TV. Like, that's not going to Except happen. for the reason that you guys both ironically have Patrick Mahomes on your list might be actually attributable to, you know, the guy Tyreek oh, Hill. So we'll Patrick see. Patrick Mahomes credit for Well, I don't for, for know. I, I, I think he's excellent. He seems like a phenomenal quarterback. Do I believe that he might look a slightly different without the best receiver or second or third best receiver in the league catching footballs for him? Yes, it's reasonable to suggest that. So it might look different without all that speed, even if they did what they could there in Kansas City to try to shore up that wide receiver room. Valdez, Scantling, Juju, Sky Moore, none of those guys are Tyreek Hill, even if those guys are decent receiver by the committee. If you're doing receiver by committee, it's probably not going to look as exciting. And by the way, Tom Brady, I mean, listen, Tom Brady's great in every way. He's the GOAT, but box office, again, doesn't connote who's the best, right? Like, it's not who is the best player in the game. You don't think Tom Brady is the biggest star in the NFL. I think Tom Brady is a star, but when we're talking about exciting to watch, that's Tom not Brady's what box very good. Means. That's He's not a what box office passer. means. No, but like Josh Allen's more exciting means. to watch than Tom Brady. That's well, not I mean, what Tom box Brady, office means. No, see, that's now it's going to come down to definition of box office. Those guys yesterday had Lamar Jackson. I understand uh, I, I, Lamar be Jackson be before Tom list. Brady. Tom Brady is a be much better list. quarterback than Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson's more exciting to watch because of what he does. But that's not what box office means. Box office means sell tickets. And the thing is, if I am going to watch it, I would put it like this. When the TV networks sit down to figure out what's going to be the first pick for the week, let's say, you know, ESPN has first pick for Monday Night Football or NBC for Sunday Night Football, and they're sitting there, who is it that they're going to see and say, we got to put that game on because he's playing? And I have to be honest with you, I'm not sure Tyreek Hill is top five. 50, Amber. I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's because the quarterback steals the show and gets the credit. But if Tua looks amazing this season throwing footballs to Tyreek Hill, it's going to be Tyreek Hill. It's going to be Jalen Waddle. It's going to be those guys, but we're going to attribute it to Tua, even though we shouldn't because we know what Tua looked like the last couple years without those guys catching footballs from him. So really – it is receivers that matter. We know receivers matter. They all just got paid in the offseason. The NFL just told us how much receivers matter in this offseason with all the checks that they wrote receivers. And yet, as fans, we still put all that attention on the quarterback. So by your definition, nobody in the National Football League could be box office outside the quarterback. No, position. that's not true. There are people that are box office that are not. It's, it's harder. I mean, quarterbacks are. But, but you know, honestly, a couple years ago, OBJ was, was, was a box office guy. He was what? a person that people would tune in to watch. But I have to say this. You are, in my opinion, one of the smartest people that I hear or see on ESPN. When I think of you and I say to people, this is what makes Amber Wilson great, I'm going to have to then say, but she thought Tyreek Hill was box office. That's what's going to have to happen. I'm sorry about that. And then she said that. (laughs) Nevertheless, her box office take. We want you to weigh in. Who is the NFL's box office star? And maybe more importantly, is Amber 
insane that Tyreek Hill is box office. 888-SAY-ESPN. Now, I gave you something a second ago, and you all were too scared to call. Let's try again. 888-SAY-ESPN. Is Tyreek Hill box office? And if not, who is? Is it not Brady and Mahomes? Who is it? But before we get to that, I want you to start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's no sweat, and it's a first bet. So sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using the promo code PLAY and get started. It is your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Matt Jones and Amber Wilson filling in. Amber, we have some breaking news here. Cleveland Browns have announced that that Deshaun Watson will be starting uh, unless there, unless there's a suspension that is sort of full time, they will be starting for the opening preseason game. What are your thoughts on that? I'm not surprised, Matt, frankly, because I think that the Browns right now are conducting business as usual and conducting themselves as if the six game suspension is going to stand, even if you and I believe that it's probably not. And I also think that we're talking about a quarterback who hasn't played football in a really long time because he missed all of last offseason or all of last season with the Texans. And so because of that, they feel the need to get him the reps and kind of get him back in the groove while they can. And so preseason play, maybe the only play he's getting for some time in terms of real football action. And they probably feel like that's necessary in case we do see him at some point this season. I am still a little surprised, though, he starts. You know what I mean? I thought he would play, but that's just an interesting for a guy who's not going to start for at least six games. I'm surprised. Well, but, I think they're they're probably not as worried also about like him starting and getting injured because either way, he's not available for six no, weeks. No, no, I think that's, I, that's definitely the case. Well, the preseason will start in full tomorrow night with Patriots and Giants, and we're going to check in with the Patriots and Mike Reese here in just an hour. But Pat Leonard is here with us now from the New York Daily News. He covers the Giants and is their beat writer. And, Pat, uh, opening preseason game tomorrow, I think you are required by law when you talk about the Giants to have the first question be, how is Daniel Jones looking? So I will give you that question and let you tell me what the latest is with him. Yeah, Matt and Amber, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to seeing him in game action. We will full play with the first-team offense about a quarter of this game against the Patriots. 
Uh, so far, though, Matt, hasn't looked great. Uh, I would say two out of their 11 practices, you could walk away feeling good about how the offense looked. The rest of them wanting more. Um, you know, sometimes it's protection issues. Sometimes it's drop passes. It's not always Jones. But so far, we've seen a lot of up and down. And listen, it's concerning not only because, you know, they declined the fifth-year option, but also Brian Dable comes in with a really complicated offense. And so it's going to – it's not just a, a foregone conclusion that Jones and his weapons and everybody is going to be able to get on the same page for week one in Nashville. Yeah, they are installing a very complex passing game there with Dave Ball and Mike Kafka. So we'll see how Daniel Jones handles it. But by law, Pat, then the second question you have to be asked is how is Saquon Barkley looking so far? Yeah, that's the, that's the positive. The, the main takeaway of camp, if you want a positive, is Saquon Barkley looks like his old self, you know, probably since his rookie year, I haven't seen him look this, uh, this fit, this in shape. He's running hard. Uh, even Dable himself said that Saquon came in really kind of blowing away the conditioning test. Obviously a big contract year for him. Looks like so far he's stepping up to the plate and even put his shoulder into Aaron Robinson, the corner, and knocked him down on his rear end the other day, which kind of set off a melee a few plays later. But, frankly, Dayball and the Giants seem to like that Barkley did it uh, because, obviously, they know as he goes, a lot of times the Giants will go. All right, let's talk rookies now. Everybody's going to want to know about Kayvon Thibodeau and how he's looked in the preseason, so I want you to give me that. But I also, look, I'm in Kentucky, so i got to ask you about my guy too, Wandell Robinson, who I hear is making some noise up there as well. He's making a lot of noise. In fact, even, you know, Saquon, we know what Saquon is. He's very talented. But the most intriguing addition to this offense and element of it is that Robinson is running regularly with the starters, and we've seen him already line up as a running back, as a quarterback, a receiver. As you, oh. Like you said, knowing him at Kentucky, that can't surprise anybody. But they're not treating him like a rookie, and so far he's not playing like it in camp. Be interesting to see how he handles some game action, but you know, a great fit you can see both for the time being and the future in what Dable and Kafka and Joe Shane want to build. And honestly, if I'm making a draft pick in a dynasty league in fantasy this year with the Giants, Juan Dale's my guy. Amber, I was going to tell you for fantasy, I know you're a fantasy person. You remember I said Wandale Robinson is a sleeper. That's your official Matt Jones free preview, Amber Wilson. I'm writing fans. it down. Pat Leonard, Giants beat writer from the New York Daily News, joining us here on Canteen Harlan. Amber Wilson and Matt Jones filling in for the guys. So let's go from offense to defense. Kayvon Thibodeau has apparently looked really good in training camp, so I won't even bother to ask you how he's looked, but – all right, is he going to play tomorrow? How much do you expect to see him now as we start the preseason? Uh, my understanding is he will. Uh, I haven't heard anything otherwise. There are some starters who either might sit or have their reps managed. Uh, but I do think they want to see him on the field. But it's interesting, Amber. He's kind of shown already uh, that uh, let's, I don't know if he's going to live up to number five overall, definitely. But he's shown the value that they were looking for so far in his work ethic. And uh, I'm very interested to see how he rushes the passer in a game because the biggest positive of camp so far is really in run defense, he doesn't get pushed back. He either holds his ground or moves the guy back, sets the edge well. So I believe he's going to play. That's my understanding. And 
it'll be very interesting, even if the Patriots don't run their starters out there, if he can get to the quarterback and wreak havoc as much as he's done in the Giants camp so far. Just got about 30 seconds. I'll make this quick, but you got to ask, is the offensive line going to be any better? Because none of this matters if they're not. It might be, but we don't know yet. Andrew Thomas, I'm a little concerned about him, the left tackle. He's had a good camp, but he's been limping a little bit coming off a second ankle surgery in two years. The interior, listen, it's fully remade. They got Evan Neal on the right side, number seven overall. But if Thomas doesn't stay healthy and they're going to manage his body to try to get him there, then it's not going to come together. So still a question mark, though hopefully the arrow points up. Pat Leonard, Giants beat writer for the New York Daily News. We appreciate the time. Thank you very much, and uh, enjoy the preseason game. Matt and Amber, thank you. All right. Now, we are loaded on calls of people who who is the NFL's big box office team plus a truck wrecked right here in Kentucky and put something all over the road that my producers wish made meant that they were here to clean it up. We'll talk about what that is next here on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You can't miss Canty and Carlin. Pound for pound. The biggest show on ESPN radio. Kenny and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Matt Jones, Amber Wilson. I get accused sometimes when I'm filling in here of talking too much about Kentucky. But this story, when I saw it today, I have to bring it up. In Louisville, Kentucky, on the interstate, a semi-truck overturned. The driver is okay. So when talking about this, understand the driver is all right. But it was full of Bud Light. And thousands of Bud Light cans fell to the side of the road. I saw it. Some of them still in cases. I'm seeing pictures of it. Thousands. I mean, literally the inner, the side of the interstate just ridden with, uh, with, with Bud Light cans. So my question for you, Amber, is let's say that you're, you're a passenger because you wouldn't do it as a driver, but you're in the car behind it. Let's say they were cold just for sake of argument. They were cold. Would you go out? and help yourself to a Bud Light off the side of the interstate. No, I'm not. First of all, I'm not picking anything off up off the side of the interstate and consuming it. This sounds like a terrible idea. Also, they overturned and fell out of the truck. So there's zero chance those things aren't exploding in your face the second you open them. And they definitely aren't going to taste the same because of that. No, this this seems all kinds of bad. I feel like I can go to my lo- I can just pull off the interstate. I can go to my local convenience store. I don't know if this sounds privileged, but I can go and I can buy myself a Bud Light rather than taking Bud Light and picking it up off the side of the road. Wait, you really? You're telling me there is nothing that could be on the side of the road that just that you wouldn't take. So you 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 see a perfectly nice. Let's say it was a wrapped 
bag of M&Ms. You wouldn't take it? You would just no. say, like, I, I, don't eat, I don't eat interstate road food? Yes, I do not. That is, you know what? I, I think that that is now my motto in life, <laughs> Matt Jones. I didn't know it until this moment, but I do not eat interstate road food or consume do you beverage the episode from of the side of the interstate. There was an episode of Seinfeld that said there was, like, a 10-second rule before you could pick something out of the garbage and right. eat it. You remember that? Well, the five-second rule when you drop something on the ground. I yeah, mean, I think there's like no one to. You pick I it up and throw like on a it. One-hour rule for wrapped food or drink on the interstate. As long <sighs> as it's been on the interstate for less than an hour and it's wrapped, I have no prop. Uh, you, you know, no problems problem? with consuming them. This is insane. This is an insane conversation. But also, I live in Florida, so if something falls on the interstate, it's going to get cooked quite literally before I probably even have an opportunity to pick it up off the interstate. So I hope you like your M and M's well I done. I if you're eating you, M and M's on the side of the interstate, I feel like if you live in Florida. Half the food you consume in public has probably been made off the side of the interstate anyway. Just, that's just How my dare little, you? How I, dare I mean, you, Kentucky? You know, I don't – well, listen, in Kentucky we are much classier with our food. Of course. And we actually find better ways to consume it than you heathens do down in the Sunshine State. It is Candy and Carlin presented by Progressive Insurance. Matt Jones, Amber Wilson. If you were not around earlier, shame on you. But Amber Wilson said that she thought the most box office player – in the NFL was Tyreek Hill. And I was aghast. I was flummoxed. I was perplexed because I could not believe of all the choices in the NFL, Mahomes, Brady, Allen, Lamar, she went with Tyreek Hill. So we asked you, who would be, if it's not Tyreek Hill, which it's not, who would be? Now, we have one person in the uh, in the sort of, Spirit of fair play. I want to let Amber, because the point was so awful. I want the first person to actually agree with Amber. Because there is one person on the phone that had the audacity to call in and say they agree with Amber about Tyree Kill. He sounds it's, very intelligent. It's Thomas in Tennessee. First of all, Thomas, where, are you, where do you live in Tennessee? I know I don't live in Tennessee. I'm an over-the-road truck driver. So I'm okay. just passing through Tennessee. All right, you're just passing through. So you think, you think Amber is correct. Before you even, when you asked the question, before you even gave her answer, the first name I thought of when you said box office, who I definitely want to go see play football, the, the, the guy who died, that name came up first, Tyreek Hill. First, that was the first Stop. name I thought of. I was like, that's the guy. He dominates. I, Tom Brady's boring. He's mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying he's not good, but he's boring. We know what we're going to get with him. I like to see that guy who's. So you're telling me, you're telling me, you're telling me it is, it is, it is one o'clock on opening day. You have many games you can choose from. Over here is Mahomes playing. Over here is Josh Allen playing. You're turning all those off and you're turning on the Dolphins so you can watch Tyreek Hill. I'm a Washington Commanders fan, and yes, I would definitely be like, I, I would be watching Tyreek when I get a chance to watch Tyreek Hill. Let me it's tell you something, sir. You seem like a you seem like a nice fellow, but Tennessee has rubbed off on you while you've been driving through. That's what's happened. <laughs> you've got you got you got the stench of Tennessee on you right now. With these I points. think Tennessee sounds wonderful on him, and I very much appreciate him listening and appreciate even more him agreeing with me. That is a man who appreciates cheetahs, and that is exactly what Tyreek Hill is. There's a reason he's known as the cheetah. The cheetahs watching a cheetah run. It's the most exciting runner in the animal kingdom because of its speed and that's why we also refer to Tyreek Hill as Cheetah. 888 say ESPN 
I gave you your say. I think most of America would agree you're insane. But nevertheless, there are other folks. Now, the call screen has has popped off my thing, so I'm going to have to go to whoever's next. Evan, tell me who is next on the phone. Oh, Ryan Matlack is subbing in because Evan oh, okay. walked away. So, so you're throwing our production away. staff so let's go to, under the. <laughs> let's go to <laughs> Mike in up. Cincinnati. Mike, who do you think is box office in the NFL? I'm going to have to go with Derrick Henry. Watch out, man, run over people. How could you not want to see it? If he stays healthy. I mean, that's going to be number one about Derrick Henry. Peak Derrick Henry, healthy Derrick Henry. I mean, there probably are some running backs that we could put on that list of, as box office. I feel office. like with Derrick Henry, though, first of all, it's hard for me to have a running back as box office because so much of what they're doing is running into the line, especially Derrick Henry. I think if you're like an old-school football person, Amber, you're one of those three yards in a cloud of dust. You like to just hit each other Ground in the and head. pound. Ground and pound. That, that's who would think Derrick Henry's box office. But I'm like, I like the modern stuff. I want flashy. I want to run around, throw it. For me, Derrick Henry, I respect, but I don't know that I think he's box office. I'm not tuning in to see Derrick Henry. I think if you appreciate the running back position, then yes, of course, he's one of the more dynamic running backs when he's healthy again and in an offense where they have to rely on it because he hides Ryan Tannehill's shortcomings quite well with all the help in the backfield. You dislike Ryan Tannehill's. Here's the thing about Amber. She's She's in Miami, and here's what happens. When they're in Miami, as you see with Tyree Kill, she loves them. The moment they leave, she's got nothing to do with them. That's what she doesn't like Dan Campbell. She doesn't like Ryan Tannehill. If you were in Miami and you did not have success, Amber Wilson wishes negativity on you for life. I don't life. wish negativity on him for life, but it, it, listen, I ain't looking back. I'm looking forward, okay? That's life advice, kids. Listen up, ladies. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I agree with you there. Yeah, you, know, you know what Oklahoma. I'm saying? Cy <laughs> is in Oklahoma. What do you got, Cy? Um, I was thinking at the post office, um, I think about that Dak Prescott and he's saying all the interviews that he's in the best shape of his career. So I think it's going to be Dak Prescott. I like it. He was at the post office and he was thinking about the box office. And that's what you do when you're at the post office. I like the post office, by the way. When I was a kid, it was a no, fun place don't. to go. No, it's when not I, a listen, fun place anymore. I grew up in a small town. When you live in a small town, going to the post office is exciting. But Dak Prescott, I don't know that I would say he's in the top five, but I do think he's box office, Amber, in the sense of Part of what makes him exciting is you don't know if he's going to play great or he's going to play terrible, but you're you're wanting to see on any given moment anything can happen. Is he box office because he's Dak Prescott, or is he box office because he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? Probably a little bit of both. That's the only reason bit of he's both. box office. It's just no the doubt. Cowboys factor. Yeah, That's I it. If it wasn't the Cowboys, I, I'm I mean, sure, I, I'm not one who's down on Dak, frankly, but he he's not going to be on my list of box office without being that quarterback for that team. Tua totally could agree. be box office if he was the quarterback of the of the Cowboys. Oh, I think I mean, Tua would be bigger than Dak if he was in Dallas. Dallas just, I mean, look, Dak went to Mississippi State. He's not exactly the most marquee player in the world. But when you go, Amber, to Dallas as the quarterback, it's one of those things, you know, you're just going to be a star just because you're in that position. Yeah, it's America's team, or at least that's what they tell us, even though they really haven't done much <laughs> but they get the in ratings, the postseason though. in I a mean, really they, long time. But listen, it works. Ratings. 
Yeah, well, they, they get the ratings, and in fairness, because I've always questioned this idea of like America's team. I feel like it's propaganda because I'm like, what, what, like, when did we decide that, and why is it still a thing when they haven't been, frankly, you know, elite in so long in terms of actually winning anything that counts? But at the same time, when we just had Sportico come out with a list of the most valuable franchises in sports again in 2022, the Dallas Cowboys were at the top. Always of the number list. one. They That's were something right. like six billion dollars that franchises. There's worth one right guy now. who wants to it's tell us we're. Both wrong. So before we get out of here, I want to hear how we're both wrong. Who's who's up? Mark, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I, I didn't say you both wrong. I said you both are right and you both are wrong. Matt, I think you lean a little too heavy on the quarterback position, and that's why you're saying Tom Brady. Tom Brady is far from box office. He's the GOAT, but he's far from box office. Tyreek Hill is in the top ten, but you guys totally disrespected Derrick Henry. Over the past five years, no one in the NFL has more 50-yard touchdowns running that's and nice. receiving than Derrick Henry. That's, that's nice, but here's what I would say. Box office doesn't mean you're a great actor. It means you're the actor people tune into. Tom Cruise doesn't win Oscars, but people go to his movies. And Tom Brady is the dude whose movies you go to. He's the one you want to see play. Keep the calls coming, though. 888-SAY-ESPN. We'll let you know. Plus, what we know and don't know about Deshaun Watson's Browns debut. He's starting. We'll talk about it. That's next here on ESPN Radio.